The No New Friends podcast is brought to you by the personal injury attorneys Kaufman and Lind at whenyouneedus.com. If you're injured in a car accident or any other injuries, give them a call 407-706-3535. That's whenyouneedus.com. You know, you know how um, how there's somebody on the ground with a rope and they pull the to navigate. Uh, they go timber. Yeah, and they like navigate that. where the big branch co- like falls. Well, yeah. that was me, and we don't have a fence now. That that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fence is underneath a 500 uh, pound branch uh, right now. So I'm very glad that our neighbors behind us are old and don't care about their property because their fence is now gone. It is just just non-existent. And now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on the Instagram, the YouTube, the Facebook, the TikTok, the Snapchat, I think that's it. Just uh, check out our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. While you're there, you can check out our sweet merchandise, including the Halloween shirt. It's a really, really cool design. And also join our clubhouse Become a friend with benefits. That is our Patreon. And for as low as $1 a month, you can watch us record every single episode live. You can see cutting room floor material, which is really, really funny. And watching live is amazing because sometimes some of the things that we say doesn't even make it to cutting room floor. It's that bad. My name is Scott. I'm the host with me as always, my co-host. I'm an architect for her pain. The queen of overwhelming herself, Mary. Mary. And our other co-host, he's a LinkedIn expert, but he is the scumbag reselling hoarder himself and the contact paper expert of America, Chris. <laughs> what an excellent day for an exorcism. The exorcist. Um, the, yes. the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> the softball. <laughs> I, I needed that after I botched last week. <laughs> Man, we've got a we've got a big show today. We've got another top ten list. We've got another Florida man, Jersey man, which last week was epic. So I can't wait for this week. Uh, we've got Chris's cliff notes. We've got what's next on Diz is, and uh, we've got a really cool interview with Scott York from Sea America Tours and the Night Watch and Ghost Tours. So that's a fun one in segment two. But uh, Chris, I, I got to start with you, man. I, I'm very confused because. Typically, you have your notifications silenced until about, I don't know, 11 in the morning, 12 in the afternoon. Yes. Uh, Two or three days in a row now, you've been responding to my text messages at 7 a.m. I expect that out of Mary because she's up at like 5. Wait, it's not Chris. It's his robot. (laughs) Oh, oh, is that what it is? Is your robot responding? What's what's going on over there? He's done a lot this week, but not that. I will, um, which I will will, uh, get into after I answer this question. So, uh, as uh, previously stated in the last episode, we bought a property and um, I've been working nonstop on that property. On the, all the essentials, wallpaper and painting room <laughs> and painting closet shelves. Um, seven in the morning. So on Friday, okay, let me just rewind. So there's a lot of work to be done on this property. One of those things are uh, four, 
50 foot dead trees need to come down before the wind oh. brings them down and it, a property costs us a lot more or lands on a car and, and you know costs us a lot of money so what do we do well we just bought a uh, a, a, a property it costs a lot of money so we're trying to you know we're trying to cut expenses everywhere we can. Yeah, instead so of putting up we, bricks, Chris puts up contact paper. So do we uh do we <laughs> hire a tree for service? No, 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 no. We know somebody that can cut a tree. So um <laughs> so, I know someone that backed into a tree once and it fell. So we know a guy that uh has previously cut a tree before. So like he, just one singular tree, like one. He didn't specify, and I didn't ask. The price was too good to ask too many questions. Mary, it was probably one of those overgrown uh, like weeds <laughs> that now has grown like a trunk, and uh, and they had to get so, shears like, to I cut didn't it. Cut a tree now. So anyway, we're talking on Friday. He uh, he comes out and um and he gives us a price. We're like, wow, like, that's a really good price. It's like half the amount that a tree service would would would. Uh, um, you know, quote is that. So he looks at me straight in the face uh, at the end of this and goes, um, "Hey, listen, if my helper can't come, I'm going to need you to help." I'm like, <laughs> Bring in the righty. Bring in the righty. And what do I say to that? No. I, 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 so I looked at him. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, man, no problem." You got honey potted into working. The, yeah. Did you negotiate the price to include your own labor? So what? And, yeah, I'm oh sure my. he did. Chris negotiates the price of groceries for at self checkout because he's got to, you know, do the uh, his own stuff. Oh, I do. I don't trust those uh, cashiers. I trust my fingers, not theirs. I'm a, Whoa! Uh, <laughs> so does Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so uh, so he says, um, "I'll be here at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning." What? I was like, "Oh," and he goes, uh, like, "That makes one of us." <laughs> and then. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, you know, Saturday morning, 7, 7 a.m. I'm sure the neighbors won't complain about the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, Jersey. Uh, it, it'll, it'll drown out the gunshots and arguing. <laughs> so I wake up at like, I don't know, quarter to five or six o'clock. I forget. And I texted Scott. And whenever I text Scott early in the morning, it's never a good morning. It's never a, you know, what are you doing today? It's why the it's hell are you texting me? <laughs> <laughs> because he's usually responding to something that i texted the previous night and then yes. he'll respond to something but it catches me off guard why the hell are you responding it's yeah. 7 a.m what are you doing away so i always say scott everything's okay everything's fine this is what's going on so anyway so i get there and uh got there at seven he was up in the tree cutting it at 10 that's how long oh. it took him to set up yeah wait oh my God. he was up in the tree um, yeah, he rented a uh, he rented a cherry picker to uh, to get up there. So, Mary, have you ever watched a tree removal company work? Um, do they like of, cut it down in segments? You guys have palm like trees it. down there. I don't know how they cut a palm tree down, but no, so, we have other trees. So, like, okay, so you know how there's one person up top and they tie a rope. <laughs> Chris, we have a hurricane every couple of years. It just knocks those palm trees over. <laughs> it we don't really of cut all them. of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know how um, how there's somebody on the ground with a rope and they pull the to navigate. Uh, and they go timber. Yeah, and they like navigate that. where the big branch co- like falls. Well, yeah. that was me, and we don't have a fence now. That that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fence is underneath a 500 uh, pound branch uh, right now. Oh, so I'm no. very glad that our neighbors behind us are old and don't care about their property because their fence is now gone. It is just, <laughs> wow. it is just non-existent. Feral cats scattered everywhere. I can just picture this, by the way, because 
Chris already looks like a lumberjack. All he's missing is the plaid shirt and, and about a foot of height, but you know, and experience close and, 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 and experience. I mean, minor details, nothing that's important. I, okay. I have a few questions. Yes. Go You're ahead. an anxious person. Yes. How did you sleep the night before knowing what was going to be expected of you the next day? A lot of drugs. Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah, well, there was a lot of drinking Friday night, which helped me go to sleep. Um, Saturday I'm sure it morning, you perform Saturday morning as well. Yes, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very easy to wake up. <laughs> a little shaky. A little so, shaky. Um, we had to hire a um, a uh, dumpster. So I would. My strategy was to pull. So how long did it take Scott to get there? <laughs> <laughs> so my my trick was to pull and dive behind the dumpster. So I pull and then just dive. Uh, who else? Okay, so, and I and I wish I I wish diving sounded cool. No, I fell every single time. I just <laughs> fell on, onto the, the the property next to us, which is just all rocks. So, oh, God. yeah. Um. So that was that was my Saturday. Oh, and guess what? He didn't finish Saturday, so it was Sunday too. So Sunday, I'm back there. <laughs> oh, um, pulling branches oh. down. Okay, Saturday, Sunday didn't finish. I definitely hear that a lot. <laughs> Saturday was a long day. Uh, Saturday I didn't get out of there till like. Uh, five or six o'clock at night. Um, cutting tree, and then the, the the big kicker was back in that wooded area. My dad was back there because he was he's very impatient and couldn't wait. So he's like, you know, pulling weeds out when we first get it. Poison ivy everywhere, all over him. All oh over God, him. no! So it's like I don't want to touch no. this stuff. I I don't want to touch this stuff. So I wore like a long sleeve shirt, gloves, long pants, and it's very hot that day. And I'm just sweating profusely. But I'm like, I, there's no way I'm I'm touching any of this stuff after that. Please tell me um, so you got video for content. I got a video of part of the tree coming down. I actually made Sweet. my dad pull the one branch down so I could get the video. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's 70 years old and should not be doing that. <laughs> but hey, it made for great content. Um, speaking of my dad, I'm on my way to, I don't know what to call it, a garage, an office, a property. I just, I'm compound. I'm on the way to the compound, right? Oh, it sounds oh, worse. Yeah. It sounds like a cult. And, I was just um, going to say, Mary, Mary just perked up. She, you have my cult. attention, sir. And, um, <laughs> and I got a text from my dad. How do you make Astro go back to like, what? Oh, because I told him you can you know, tell him to go to your rooms. And, uh, and I said, he goes, what do you call the front room? I said, reception. Why? He goes, Astro is watching me. He's creeping me out. <laughs> and I get there. I get there. And because my dad went into the, the building for the first time that Astro set up and Astro was missing. He wasn't at, on his dock and uh, he was in the shipping room. He was he was just hanging out there. And my dad was in the garage and he said he looked over and his eyes were just like staring at him from the <laughs> shipping room into, into the garage. Um, but since then, they've become best friends. He follows him everywhere. Like my dad talks to Astro more than he talks to me. He, uh, he, he, he loves he's his golden child now. Um, the best Astro story I have of the week is, so I set up this ring security system, um, and I'm little by little, I'm putting, you know, things in by day sensors and, you know, cameras and stuff. So I put a motion sensor in my office just in case anyone comes in and tries to steal my Pokemon cards. So <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's the funniest part is I bought all these signs, surveillance, 24 seven, this, that I put all these cameras on. I said to my dad, I was like, we have nothing that anyone will steal in here. Right. Like, there's, nothing. Paper. there's nothing in <laughs> a couple here. painted shelves. Oh. Although that, that, that no new friends poster, uh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, the most valuable there. thing you have in there is Astro. It's Astro. It's yeah. Astro. Yeah. Try to steal him. I dare you. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, shoot darts at you. So I, um, I, I say to Astro, I say, 
Astro, I'm leaving. And that initiates these, you know, the security system. So he goes, uh, so his little camera pops out of his head. He goes, and he's like, a house is now armed. You have 60 seconds to leave the, the leave the house. So, um, so I sprint out of the room because I can't count to 60. I don't know how long <laughs> that is. I sprint out and, um, and that was it. So, you know, he's, he's securing the system, securing the place. So I get on the highway and, uh, within 15 minutes, I get a notification on my phone, motion detected in Chris's office. It's like, son of a bitch. Like someone's in there. Like what, what is going on? So, cause no one's there. Like I left, my dad left. So I go immediately go on to Astro and he's in the room. You know, he's, he's, he's sprinting around the place trying to figure out what's going on. So he, like, I'm on the camera, he's like zooming by, like he's in like formula drift. Just go like, he's drifting around corners. That's, Didn't even know. That's what that. I do when I hear the ice cream truck around my neighborhood. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's going and I'm there's nothing going on, but mind you, I'm, I have like very bad anxiety when this is happening because I click the speaker button to hear what's going on and our alarms going off. And it's so, so loud. Like it is very loud. I'm thinking like cops are going to come and. You know, so I'm like, all right. So I turned off the alarm, disarmed the place. I'm like, this is just not worth it. And I, so I go to Astro and I watch the videotape of what happened. Astro starts patrolling, goes into my office, sets off the alarm, and then, <laughs> and then starts sprinting around the place to see why the alarm is going off. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I don't know if I previously stated this, but I am a beta tester of Astro. <laughs> <laughs> so, do they have like Xanax for robots? Because Astro's going to need it. Like, he's going to yeah. be so stressed out. Of course, Chris has a stressed out robot. The the, the last uh, Astro update is that I've discovered that he, he moans and screams. Uh, I don't Whoa. know. Don't know <laughs> why yet. Again, beta tester. There's no answer. Wow. You cannot Google Astro. Nothing comes up. So I'm having my headphones in and I hear, <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I thought someone was in calling for me. And I was like debating on whether I wanted to like see who the person moaning at me was or not. And I was like, I just ignored it. I was like, all right, it was definitely just something on the podcast I'm listening to. And then I hear it again, but louder. And then I turn around and Astro's just like <laughs> zooming down the hallway and he's just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> so I just picture him like E.T., you know, with his arms. Yes. 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 Have no idea what that's about. Um, and I can't even reach out to customer service because they don't know either. They'll probably just message back They're and like, say, great. Well, why do you think he did that? Like he like, like when I couldn't set him up. Robot psychologist have a talk about his feelings. So every day is an adventure with with Astro. Oh, it is. Here's Chris, I, I'm impressed, man, because you you've put a lot of work into this technology. Yes. Uh, you know, you you hooked up Astro, which there's no YouTube videos on how to work Astro. Uh, you've tied it all in and all this. Chris, I bought a Roomba six months ago that I still haven't gotten figured out how to connect it. It's just sitting on the dock, not doing anything because I can't <laughs> connect it to my phone. I can't get it to work. Uh, six months, uh, and we bought two of them: one for upstairs, one for downstairs. There's more dust on the Roomba right now than there are <laughs> than there is on the floor. <laughs> Well, for what you bought it for, you don't really need it to work. <laughs> right, right, right. Wait, uh, wait, what? No, sex joke. Sex robot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, it'll come up too, in Cliff Notes. A little too graphic. Yeah, it's a little oh, okay, graphic. gotcha. It's a little graphic. Let's, we'll cut that out. Mary, how are you with technology? <sighs> I'm 
like midline, I think. I just avoid anything that's difficult or I just wait until somebody else does it for me. And I'm like, thank you so much. There are some things that uh, intimidate me. Like, I don't, I don't like know gluten. how, like the gluteneous. Yeah. Um, like some things I don't understand how it works. Like if I, if my phone is glitching or doing anything, I just take it and I'm like, I need a new one. <laughs> and then they're like, you want to transfer your information? And I'm like, yeah, do you know how to do that? Because I don't. Can you do it? I if Don't put anything in my hands, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the kids are a lot more savvy than I am. So often I'll be like, hey, Grayson, can you help me out with, <laughs> <laughs> right. with this? Oh, I for sure. My that. daughter, both Abby and Michaela can help me navigate my phone. I have no idea yeah. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, the girls like to take fun pictures and they're like, here, we're going to put it on this setting and they take it. And I'm like, where, how did you do that? What kind of wizard sorcery is this? (laughs) You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, I don't, what? Oh, poor Um, Robbie. Same thing with like, yeah, I know. Oh, like the TV too. I don't, (laughs) I get intimidated by ports, like having to like HDMI, like. I don't know what to do with them. I, I did them. not hear ports. I heard intimidated by porn. And I'm like, me too. There's way too many varieties. <laughs> <laughs> You're into that animal stuff, Scott. No, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> the dog show is, I think, on Thanksgiving. You have something to look forward to. <laughs> Just, oh, my God. Um, no, but that does. I don't know what, you know, input is for what. And then often I'll just get frustrated. So I just won't won't do it i'll just quit and i wait until somebody else comes along and fixes it i mary my problem i'm i'm like the borderline so like i'm borderline millennial so i don't like to call people um but oh, then yeah, i'm borderline cool. old and i don't know how anything works so i can't or like if if rachel didn't cook for me or order stuff for me i would never eat because i don't want to call and order a pizza you i don't are know how such to such a liar the hell yes you would you <laughs> i know i i don't i don't like life finds a way okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, all right malcolm I, look i have known you when you were single and you did find a way you would go to 7-eleven and that's where you grocery shop i, I remember <laughs> you telling me that you were you're like i have to go grocery shopping <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah. where are you going to go this late? And you were like, uh, 7-Eleven. And I was like, no, like for grocery shopping. And you're like, yeah, that's where I go. Yeah. <laughs> Just bought what I need, uh, you know, a four pack of toilet paper, uh, uh thing of Tyson chicken nugs. And uh, if we needed cereal, some cereal. I, you yeah. know, but I, I think that there are like some technology I have caught on like at work. Like there's like some pretty, well, it's not like intense technology, but I've picked up on it, but it's repetition. You know what I do appreciate about you, Scott, though, is that you have read and recognized that I am a millennial and I hate being cold called. And you used to just call me and I would, even though you're my best friend, I would still thinking about it. (laughs) Right. But the other day, you texted me before you called, but actually, you texted me and then you threw your phone and ran in the opposite direction <laughs> and didn't even respond to your own initial text. Chris, listen to this nonsense. Scott texts me and says, Hey, boo, how are you? Or he says, Hi, or whatever. And I'm like, Hey, no, I asked how you how are. How are you? are you? And I answered and asked him how he was doing. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and I was like, Was that, is he, what's happening? And then the next day, he's like, sorry, I fell asleep. And I was like, fell asleep or passed out? I don't know. What happened? Were you golfing? (laughs) So so this is what had happened. Uh, So 
this was this was yesterday. Uh, I I worked on a Monday and and it was my third opening shift in a row. So that's three days of waking up at three thirty in the morning. So I get home and I am I immediately want to take a nap. So I go to take said nap, but then it's then the the lawn ser- one of the two lawn services came. And so the dogs are going nuts. I can't sleep and all that. So then they leave and then the thunderstorm starts. So then the dogs are barking. Rachel comes running upstairs and she's like, the wind is picking up. So I then have to run downstairs and take down all my tombstones before they go flying around the neighborhood. Yes, Mary. I have a question. Go um, for it. You said one of two lawn services. Is this because you still can't cancel one? <laughs> I still haven't canceled. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. You didn't want to have the conversation. You still haven't done it. <laughs> no, still haven't but you done are it. a millennial. You avoid conflict, and I love that. I know. Okay. I know. So it, I didn't – I had my alarm set for 630 because I don't want to sleep all night. Um, I want to enjoy, like, my nights off. But I was so tired. I know you can relate, Mary. So it wasn't until power like power through, man. I, yeah, going. I can't a body do it. Body in motion stays in motion. Just I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it because I knew I wanted to stream on Twitch last night. So it, it was like six o'clock when I finally like lay down, fell asleep. So my alarm goes off at six thirty, and I'm like, nope. Um, but right before that is when I texted you, hey, how you doing? And then I fell asleep and didn't wake up until eight o'clock, and I'm like, crap, I did not mean to sleep this long. Glad I have that calming effect. <laughs> Mary, and then just well, it what it what it is, Mary is is there. There's uh, such a long time between I te- when I text you and you respond that I know I can fall asleep waiting. So you that's text kind of what me when when people normal people are working or doing things. You text me at very just not convenient times for me. <laughs> Not, yeah so anyway wait wake up at eight o'clock and uh, i streamed a really cool new game you know i've been streaming oregon trail when, when any anytime chris doesn't stream his like cool video games i stream oregon trail well, ryan sent me oregon trail director's cut which is a zombie oregon trail game it is so badass mary it's it's so modern. Interesting. It's still 8-bit graphics. Like everything <clears throat> the graphics and the the font is all the same from the original Oregon Trail. But it's zombie, it's more modern. You're in a station wagon instead of a, you know, uh, ox wagon wagon. wagon. Yeah, wagon wagon. <laughs> um but what's really funny is we're playing this, you know, it's a modern era game and Chris still gets a damn disease from 1884. Still ends up with typhoid. <laughs> You would think it was me. There's a whole story about typhoid, Mary. I don't know. Yeah, all oh, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, when we come back, we've got Scott York from Sea America Tours and the Night Watchman Ghost Tours. It's a really cool interview. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the New New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, looking for another way to listen to the No New Friends podcast? We are now featured on Glacier FM. That's G-L-A-C-E-R-F-M dot com. Just go to the uh, music channels and go to Glacier Underground. That is Glacier, G-L-A-C-E-R. And you can hear us Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, that is Glacier FM dot com. There are three things that I hate in life. 
taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the past six, seven years. And they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. This is the No New Friends podcast, and I am Carlos Alberto Navarro, bro, listening to No New Friends Podcast, and I'm out, bro. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris, brought to you by the personal injury attorneys, Kaufman and Lind at WhenYouNeedUs.com. We are joined by a very, very special guest today from Sea America Tours, Mr. Scott York. Scott, how are you this evening? Man, I am doing fantastic. It's great to be on the New Friends podcast, and uh, thank you for having me on today. So y- we've got a lot to get to with you. Uh, you. There's so much cool things that you do. So um, tell us a little bit about Sea America Tours. Okay, so I started the company 34 years ago, right after wow. I got out of high school. I organized my class trips to D.C. and to New York. And by the time that I got done doing those, I figured out, man, I really enjoy this. And uh, kind of filled a niche working with school groups. And that's all we've ever carried is just school groups. We don't don't work with anybody else. So, and now just elementary schools. Wow, that's so cool. So you, you do a lot of, because you're you're located in the St. Augustine, Florida area. Is that correct? That's correct. I live in Orlando, but uh, have had the business up here providing educational field trip to school groups for the last 34 years in St. Augustine, the oldest city in the country. Yes, yes. I, I, re- I remember vividly my, uh, well, actually not vividly anymore, but my fourth grade field trip. I think every fourth yep. grader yeah, in Florida Yeah, it's always goes. fourth grade. Yep. Always. Yes. Yeah. Fourth, so fourth grade and eighth grade are when they study Florida history. And especially in the fourth grade, you've got nine and 10 year olds. So I remember coming on my field trip in fourth grade with Miss Moultrie's class. And I remember her taking us on the tour of the fort and walking through there and getting to see the cannons being fired and seeing the soldiers walking around and all of that. And I fell in love with history at that point. And from that point on, I just kind of just kept deep diving into history and reading books. And, and anytime that I had a project or anything, it was about history as much as I could. Fast forward through starting the business uh, right out of high school. A couple of years later, I get to carry my fourth grade teacher, Miss Moultrie, on the field trip for two years before she oh, retired. Wow. So, oh, that's awesome. And that's a story I get to tell the kids every day now. So it's it's cool to to see their eyes light up and, and see that, wow, you know, found something that you love. Awesome. 
That's very cool. You know, Chris is Chris is located in Jersey for their fourth grade field trip. They have to go clean the Hudson River. It's uh, okay. it's just kind of a tradition. <laughs> you know, they have to go clean up or something. See if you can survive swimming a mile in the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, the majority of your tours is it in St. Augustine, or are you are you just all over the country? We used to do tours to D.C. and New York and. and savannah and charleston and all those sort of places but now we stay so busy in saint augustine that this is the only trip that we offer that's that's amazing so you when did uh because you do ghost tours also and and it's 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 halloween month so of course we're going to talk about ghost tours when did when did that start and tell us a little bit about that so we just started the ghost tours a few months ago i hired a production assistant for our youtube channel and she was looking for a way to make some extra money so i said okay i've got this tour that i've I kind of started back prior to COVID and then had to, had to shelve it for a while. So let's brush off this tour and add a few things to it. So we do the Night Watchman ghost tours. So every night, all of the townspeople of St. Augustine would walk out of their house, walk up to the city gates and make sure that the gates were secured. And then they all went to bed. The Night Watchman kept watch out over the city after everybody else went to sleep. So imagine the things that he saw, that he heard that he felt, and that he smelled, okay? And that's the perspective that we tell our ghost tours from, from the perspective of the Night Watchman. So it's a 4D interactive tour. We have essential oil smells. We have these diffraction glasses that you wear. So all of the lights in town look like fireworks. So it feels like you're at a rave, but you're on a ghost tour. And then we have some um, artifacts from archeological investigations that we pass around, and then sound effects as well. So it's a really, really cool tour been hugely successful and we love doing them that's so awesome and there's so many uh, saint augustine is such a cool place for ghost tours i've been on a couple and you know they, they've all got their their little gimmicks and all that but just the tour alone and and hearing the stories are are amazing have, scott have you had any crazy th- things happen while you're on these ghost tours crazy things there's all kinds of crazy things going on here in saint augustine every single day some of the greatest people watching in the world here in saint augustine <laughs> Um, I've had a few interesting things with a few visitors and then my own personal experiences. My apartment up here in St. Augustine sits right on St. George Street, right above the Spanish bakery and right above Whetstone Chocolate. So from our balcony, we get to look out over St. George Street all day, every day and watch the people going by. So one night I was, this was back when I was first writing the tours, almost two years ago. And I was sitting on the porch and I looked out at the the lights on the building across from me. And I said, wow, that's really cool. Let me take a picture of that. And so I grabbed my phone and I went to take a picture, but didn't realize it was on video. So it caught a video instead. There was no wind that night. All of a sudden in the, in the video, you see a flash of light go by. And then all of a sudden the rocking chair right across from me just starts rocking. Wow. And just as quickly, it stops rocking. Now I've had seven. I think that's the more creepy part. Is yeah, that it just stopped. stopped. Yeah, it just stopped. Oh. Like for no reason. Like it's not like it, you know, just slowed down. No, no, it just starts rocking and nope. stopped. Nope. Did it you is... jump off of the balcony? Because you know, I would have. So, so here's what had happened. Just prior to that, I was inside and I was studying some of the ghost stories. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna go and lay down. I'm I'm tired of, of trying to memorize <laughs> all this stuff. So I laid down and in this apartment, once the chocolate shop closes at night, the door is locked to the to St. George Street. So you can't, nobody can get in from the street. Nobody can get in from the back gate. So I have this private courtyard all to myself. And while I'm laying down, I hear this thud really, really loud. And I'm like, 
all right, there's nobody in this courtyard. What is that? So I walk outside. There's nothing there, nothing there. But obviously, at that point, I can't go back to sleep. So 20 minutes later, that's when that rocking chair started rocking. I've had several people that have stayed in the apartment because I do rent it out uh, like an Airbnb as a vacation rental on the weekends because I use it as an office during the week and then then, uh, rent it out on the weekends. And I've had several people who have seen a soldier standing on that balcony. And that's that's just (laughs) the first spot that we start our tour at. We start right there in that courtyard and we tell the story of the laundry lady. And wow. that you can see on our YouTube channel. We just so we're actually doing a series of ghost stories on our YouTube channel that you'll be able to watch. The first one is already out, and the next one will come out in just a couple of weeks, where we actually tell some of our ghost stories. This is the only one that we're telling that we actually tell on the tour. So you actually get to see one of the stories on our YouTube channel that you'll see on our tour. But the others are just extra stories that we have because you know this town was uh, founded in 1565, so there's so much history, and you talk about battles and wars and and diseases and and fighting and injuries and so forth so you know just imagine the the trauma that's that's happened in the city so there's all kinds of ghost stories to be able to tell and legends that you know and i have some of the most experienced tour guides in town who have been doing this for 30 and 40 years who have all been written about in those in those ghost tour books that you pick up as as you walk through town at the souvenir shops that's so cool. All right, I'm going to turn to Chris, our resident skeptic. So explain the rocking chair for me. Uh, so the rocking chair, first of all, one of the least intimidating things to be moving, because I'm picturing like an old person in a rocking chair, right? right. So it's not, not that intimidating. Um, uh, it sounds like you were up very late reading books. Maybe, maybe. oh, you did catch us on camera, right? Yes, I did catch it on camera. You did catch it on camera. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you this video, and then you you take a look at it, and you tell me. going to look for the twine. I'm going to look for that twine. That yeah, yeah there's no twine. Trust me. On the back of the uh, – and that, and that soldier, that soldier standing on the on the porch. Now, you said that you had, went through a weight loss journey this year. Does that soldier uniform still fit you? It does. <laughs> I had to have it altered. I, you know, that was the thing. I had just spent $600 on, on this outfit, all right? And then I go and lose all this weight. I take it back to the same guy that I bought it from, the local local vendor here, because it's not like you can go get Spanish soldier uniforms, maybe, uh-huh. you know, you can just and, pick that and, and find that on Alibaba. Spirit Halloween store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I took it back to him, and he's like, no, no, you're going to have to buy a new one. There's no, no. way I can alter like that. We're not doing that. So we, we got it altered enough to be able to fit now. So. You'll have to That's excuse my awesome. friend Chris. He he doesn't believe in birds. He says that they're government uh, satellite drones. Uh, surveillance, because, yeah, the surveillance. Yeah, government truth. surveillance. He's never yeah. seen a baby pigeon, so they can't mm-hmm. be real. Yeah. Uh, what else do you not not don't doesn't believe in psychics? <laughs> so you'll just have to excuse him. Uh, this is a question, and also just from my own experience, I've only been on one ghost tour ever, and that was in uh, Savannah. And it was for a bachelorette party. How often do you get drunken fools on these trips <laughs> or on these um these tours? Because now I feel embarrassed. You're Mary talking about rich history herself. of St. Augustine. Right. And I'm like, uh, I was drunk. So is, does that happen often? It, it, it does happen. We, we encounter more of them who are not on our tour, like, unfortunately, driving by or passing by and, you know, hooting and hollering. And, you know, so we, we warn all of our, our guests to, you know, ignore the rude souls out there. I have had, unfortunately, a couple of, of really drunk people on our tour, and they were my friends who came up from Orlando. <laughs> but, you know, hey, we had a good oh, time. Could, could, had, could no. I guess who those two, who those two friends were? <laughs> they're, they're related, at least. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. there's a lot of ghost tours in st augustine do you guys have like turf wars or do we share do you share different stories that you see because there's a ton of stories and and every ghost tour yeah. is different that's the thing a ghost tour really depends on the guide that you have are they a good storyteller are they going to keep you captivated and interested and being able to mix in some of the history and things like that with it as well also you know i i don't want to go on a tour with with somebody that's just in in shorts and a t-shirt you know, I want to have a guide who's dressed up in period clothing and stuff like that. That's what we do. That $600 outfit, that's what it was for. I've got another one. And then my assistant, uh, Maya, who does the tours as well, she she tells them from the perspective of the night watchman's daughter who walked by his side. So imagine being a, an 11 or 12-year-old walking by your, your father's side and seeing these things. So it's a really, really cool tour. We really enjoy doing those just as much as the field trips that we do. So I have a question and a million dollar okay. idea for you. So the first of all, the question is Friday. I'm actually going on my first ever ghost tour. Ooh. Are there any questions I should ask or what should, how, what should I go in? Should I, you know, are there any questions or, uh, or anything? Cause this is actually a town where, um, uh, I, th I think that during the revolutionary war, they marched through this town. So there could have been fighting around the town and maybe, yeah. so maybe similar, similar to what you, uh, you know, the area that you're in. Well, look, a couple of the stories that we tell are from the 1970s and 80s. So, oh, wow. some, so it doesn't have to be something that's so old. When you are in a historic town like Savannah or like Charleston or like St. Augustine, yes, a lot of them are going to come from other areas. What I would suggest that you do is go in with an open mind and go in with the mindset of being entertained for that hour and a half or whatever length of time you're on that ghost tour. You'll get a lot more out of it that way. Cool. Are you going to see any ghosts? Possibly, possibly not. I don't know. But when you take pictures, take more than one and also take videos. And then when you get back, start looking through those, stretch it out, zoom in on those photos. You're going to see a lot of stuff in there that might make you think, well, what? oh, wait, that's the story that they told there. Is this an old lady sitting there or what is that? So oh, cool. Yeah. yeah we'll go in that. with an open mind. So, and then a uh, second million dollar idea for you. So, uh, Scott was saying that there's a lot of other ghost tours in the area. I have an idea how to separate yourself from them besides the whole, you know, dressing in the period clothing and stuff like that. You said that, you know, in that rocking chair, you saw the ghost. Um, yep. you, just, you mean you saw, you saw it. Well, I saw the rocking chair. You saw the rocking chair. Put a job <laughs> application on the rocking chair. Uh, see if the ghost fills it out. Hire the ghost. You'll be the first ghost tour to have a ghost working for you. With an actual ghost working for me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but can ghosts, yeah. I don't know if they can hold pens, right? So I don't know. Like, I feel like they're. Maybe a bloody handprint. Maybe something. Maybe we can get, Ooh, maybe we get something. Better. Yeah. Then you go viral too. Yeah. yeah. The ideas are endless. Yeah. Endless. Do you have any merch? You sell, you sell merch? Ooh. No, we have actually what we have, and these just came out, we have some stickers water bottle stickers. So because of our Ooh. school group, so we have the Night Watchman Ghost Tour sticker there. Uh, this is one of the old schoolhouse. And then this is a grist mill. It's our meeting spot that, that we use for the school groups. And then we have a couple of others with the fort and the lighthouse and, and that sort of thing. So that we have, um, those we do as giveaways and, and promo items and stuff like that. Uh, teachers these days, that's one of the things that we were finding on their Amazon wish list the most was water bottle stickers because they give them to the mm -hmm. kids to bribe them to be good. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how I. That's why I showed up to record tonight, Scott. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Mary. I was going to say I give Mary stickers. Hey, okay, uh, look, she just left, and then we lose her. <laughs>
sorry, I got excited and I disconnected. So, so. one other thing that, that's going to set us apart, Chris, uh, we actually have an audio tour of our ghost tours coming oh, out next week. So wow. you don't have to be in a big group. There's a lot of people now that don't want to necessarily be in a big group or they want to go on it on the tour at their own time. So we actually have taken our tour and it's it'll be GPS guided that guide you nice. from stop to stop. And as you start to approach that stop, then the story fills in and starts the music and telling the the stories there. So that'll be out next week as well. I'll tell you what, that's a great idea. My wife and I, we went to the Eastern State Penitentiary in, in Philadelphia. And um, that was one of the coolest tours because of the audio tour. They gave you like a little MP4 player with headphones. And just being immersed yeah. with the sounds and everything was so, so cool. So I think yeah. that's going to be a really cool addition to that. Also, yeah. so I live in New Jersey, but I do vacation to Florida. And St. Augustine is on my list of places to go. If I wanted to go to one of your ghost tours, it, well, I mean, is, I'm, I'm asking if it's year round, thinking if there's bad weather, but it, it's it's Florida. It's not New Jersey. So it's, it's year round. Okay. Yeah, we're expected to go down in the 50s tonight. Uh, oh, here in St. I, I, I don't even I want to talk wait. about I'll pray it. I'm for so, you guys. I'm Somebody just told me about it. I have no idea. I, I don't pay attention. I have not turned on a television in 11 and a half years. Oh, my so, God. What? Yeah. So I don't see any news whatsoever. None of wow. none of my social media algorithms push it through because it's I not what you. I. Yeah. <laughs> Mary has to wear a jacket in a sauna. Uh, okay. She's it's just true. one of those I'm just always cold. Always... I can't help it. I can't help it. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to be at work super, super early in the morning, and it's going to be so cold. You may see me on your ghost tour. As a ghost. <laughs> ghost, Mary. I'm going to die. I'm gonna die. The ghost of Mary. Oh. She died at 57 degrees. <laughs> I did. You joke, but the threshold is 58. What happened? Scott, have you? Oh, I did, uh, piggyback, Chris, your, 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 your question about is it your round? St. Augustine is just one of those cities that it's, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's great for school tours. It's great for, for ghost tours, because you have that 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 history in these old buildings, so there's always that creepy little element uh, to it, so that ghost tours are relevant year round. Uh, and then it looks beautiful at Christmas. The, the yeah, the, yeah, the nights so of light. There's over three and a half million white lights here in the city, and that runs from November 19th all the way through the end of January. Let me give your listeners and viewers a tip: if you're going to come to Nights of Lights, don't come on the weekend. Okay, and do not right. do not come the week between Christmas and New Year's. All right, you've you've worked in theme parks. Yeah. You you understand what that week oh, yeah. is in Orlando. It's the same thing in St. Augustine. It is the busiest week of the year. So avoid those two times and try to come even come on a Sunday night or Monday night. You know, most of us work work from anywhere in the world now. You know, you can uh, bring your job right, with exactly. you. And, you know, work on Saturday and take Monday off instead. And come in and see the lights. They are absolutely beautiful, but you don't want to stand in line and wait. No, no, that line gets long. Yeah. I've been there on a weekend. You know, Chris, the next time you come down, we're going to have to arrange a uh, uh, No New Friends meetup. Uh, and, I would and love do that. The Night Watchman tour. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I yeah. love the lore of, I love history. I love the ghost stories. So I'm, that's something that's going to be high on my list. Now, Scott, if, um, if me or anybody listening, wants to go to one of these ghost tours, what days of the week do you do these? And usually what we time? Are, we operate the tours Wednesday through Sunday at eight o'clock right now. And then next week we'll add in a nine o'clock tour as well. So eight awesome. o'clock and nine o'clock on Wednesday through Sunday every week. And are your tours BYOF bring your own flashlight like my tour on Friday? <laughs> no, no, you don't need a flashlight. The streets are well lit around here. Gotcha. Uh, we, you're required 
by the city of St. Augustine. If you are leading a ghost tour to carry a lantern with you, we, we have an authentic antique lantern and we use beeswax candles. A lot of the guides in town, <laughs> no they, they go to the dollar store and get, get a little tea light candle and stick it in a, a, a lantern box. But you no, know, we keep it as authentic as possible. Wow, the attention to detail sounds yes. awesome. And Chris, it really is. And I, have, I haven't been on Night Watchman tour, and I'm going to. But a, a lot of these have uh, just real authentic. They're they're yeah. they're a lot of fun. Scott, how can our listeners find you for Sea America tours, um, Night Watchman tour? Uh, what what are what are all your links? Okay. So they can go to our website at seaamericatours.net. That's S E E AmericaTours.net, and also our link tree link tr.ee slash see america tours that has everything on it and actually has a spot where you can purchase tickets for the ghost tours and also our youtube channel on there so check out the youtube channel watch the laundry ladies ghost story that's going to be part of the series that's already up there you can check that out and see what you're going to see on our ghost tour awesome scott york thank you so much for uh for taking time out of your evening and, and hanging out with us it was uh cool and, and i can't wait to uh to check out your ghost tour i love ghost tours and i love saint augustine so uh, my wife and I will definitely be there soon. Awesome. We look forward to hosting you, and it's great to make a couple new friends. Yeah. No awesome. new friends. Hold You're on. Listen- Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, Mary, you know, I wish that Halloween was year-round. I I wish we could do, like, spooky things year-round. I do love murder. I mean, um, ooh, I like scary things. Yeah. I hang out with you. Oh, wow. Okay. So, instead of insulting me, why don't we check out the Night Watchman Ghost Tour in St. Augustine? Ooh, I do love St. Augustine. It is uh, America's oldest city. Uh, Almost as old as you, but twice as fun. I am down to clown. And, great news, because you're a broke freeloader... We can get 25% off by using the New New Friends promo. It's NNF. Just go to seeamericatours.net and go see the Night Watchman Tour. Use the promo code NNF for 25% off. I almost want to be mad, but I'm excited to see ghosts and uh, save some cash, too. So it's okay. I'm mad. Yeah. So but also seeamericatours.net and go to the link that's Night Watchman Tour. Lizard people, the moon landing, birds aren't real. Hi, this is Chris from the No New Friends podcast, and if you're hearing this message, you were selected to join the resistance. For as low as $1 a month, join our Patreon and help us uncover the truth. Upon joining us, you will be invited to our secret Discord, where we help spread these truths. You will be invited to watch our live recordings where the government cannot interfere. For more information, please send a messenger pigeon to my underground bunker or visit us at www.nonewfriendspodcast.com. This message will self-destruct in three, two, one. I got to tell you, if you live in the central Florida area like me, you know that this time of year is super hot. In fact, most of the year is super hot. So I've been using Air Concept to help me out with all of my AC needs. When my AC goes down, they come out right away. They take a look at it. Professional, friendly staff that gets it right the first time. That's Air Concept, concept with a K, dot com. Air Concept dot com. Or you can give them a call 407-928-4595 and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. 
Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. That was a super interesting interview with with Scott York. Um, I, I can't wait to check out the ghost tours. Mary, we should go. We double date or something. Um, I would love to go. I love St. Augustine. Yeah, me too. And I'm it's, already your boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, 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 it's so much fun. Um, I, and and you know they've got some great bars over there. And uh, you know I've definitely like pub hopped um, in St. Augustine and. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun. There's a nice winery there. There when is. We went, um, he, you know, Scott York talked about like all the different ghosts and because of all of the bad things that have happened in history and like tragedies and stuff. And I experienced my own when I was there for our anniversary. I had purchased brand new flip flops and made a terrible decision to wear them around. And that was a tragedy because by the end of the day, my feet were like bleeding. So they died. RIP my feet. Um, so I really understand the plight of the people. Like I get it. I know why there's ghosts there. <laughs> so <laughs> somewhere in a sauna in St. Augustine is the ghost, uh, the ghost of Mary's feet uh, that they yes. you know, go on a ghost tour. Yeah. They have their own OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Chris, you got a uh, top 10 Halloween. Next week is our Halloween episode. Why are we dressing up? I'm dressing it's Halloween, up. Halloween, God damn it. I already have my costume picked out. I cannot wait for you. Is it a pecker head? And, uh, no, that was an animatronic face. that I really wanted to buy. The pecker face, yeah. <laughs> pecker face. Are we dressing? I'm dressing up next week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to dress up probably as. Um, I'm not sure yet, actually. Okay. Right. Really, really good stuff here. So, yeah, I. <laughs> I have one more piece of uh, of the the costume that I need to pick up. But is it, anyway. is it the uh, is it someone's face? It may be someone's face. You never know. I know a guy. Anyway, top ten. <laughs> so Is guys the same guy that trimmed your tree i it doesn't sound right i, <laughs> oh, your tree. <laughs> I am happy to bring back one of the most reputable reputable sources in all of podcasting spoon university yes! my favorite <laughs> gonna give a shout out to marissa blankenship from the university of alabama <laughs> roll tide for, the, for her article on the top 10 worst candies ranked Ooh. Worse. All right, Worse Marissa, candies. I may find you on um, social media and uh, tag you in this. Um, so this is her little bio. Uh, Hi, I'm Marissa. I have a passion for food, especially sweets. So does Scott. Yeah. Known to have a good laugh about nothing. So do we. And writing about life like it's a glorified diet. Sounds like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You might need a fourth host, and Marissa, maybe we'll call you up. Um, uh, Marissa, she could Blank- do the top ten list. She could. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna reach out to her. So uh, let's not make fun of her. Although we may make fun of her, Marissa, I'm sorry for anything we might say. Um, I'm not sorry. So here's her article. Um, Sugar is a beautiful substance that can be n- manipulated in many ways to create different flavors. All right, you're getting too cute with this. I just want to get to the top ten. Tell number two coming in at number ten. <laughs> Laffy Taffy. Girl, shake that Agreed. Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the body part and the candy. Both probably not very good to eat. Um, <laughs> no. So she describes it as, uh, it's not terrible, 
But have you ever noticed how difficult it is to unwrap one of these things? Oh my um, god. You end up you end impossible. up breaking down to just eating the paper. Yeah. You're like, screw it. Even when you finally peel I mean... back a silver of plastic wrapping, the taffy itself is probably still stuck to it. How annoying. Yeah, very oh, annoying. annoying. And also, it tastes like straight garbage. It uh, and it's sticky, and you get stuck all over the place. No, I agree. What, I don't what are we pass. talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? This will be we'll be talking about a lot about? of dirty things, Scott. So anyway, I want to I want to <laughs> hear your I want to hear your guesses on what you think is going to make this list, guys. Um, so, okay. circus peanuts. Okay. Uh, even Nobody, circus... who gives out circus peanuts? Okay. People give that out. No, no, no this like, is not Halloween candy. This is just top ten worst candy. Oh, worst yes, candy. Just I top ten it was worst candy. candy. Oh, okay, that... yeah. Because I don't know um, that there's that many bad Halloween candies. That, most of them are good. Are... Baby roots. Baby roots are. They're okay. They're okay. I, I um, don't think they're bad enough to end up on I a top think ten. That some people 10. are going to say that they hate um, candy corn. God, okay. Like six slits. You know those. Those are. Don't know what that is, but I'll agree with you. You don't know what a six slit is, Scott. You've got to know what that is. It's just like it's like a knockoff of an M and M, and it comes in just like a little slither sleeve. There's six of them in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do know what they are. They're horrible. Yeah, those are bad. They're bad. Yeah. Um, You guys are in Florida. The average age is like 67. Do people just give out Worthers at the door? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those are those are rough. Some people so, like them. So I think the the candies that'll end up on this list. The, the candy corn, okay. even though I love candy corn, uh, any the, licorice uh, is going to mm-hmm. end up on this list. But I love licorice. I love the black jelly beans. Pretty much the candies that I love are going right, to be Scott, on this we list. We get it. We get it. Yeah, Scott. you have. Well, you have terrible taste. You have terrible taste. Um, oh, what else? There's oh, um, it, Andy's mints and your oh, peppermint Andy's patties. Candy. Those are awful. Your oh, peppermint patties. Swedish fish. Swedish fish should be on this list. Oh, no, they're not. All right. I'm going to get back to this Blankenship's list. I know. She's got it. (laughs) Number nine. Coming in at number nine. Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. Uh, We forgot about that. Basically, fake chocolate trying to be liked by being soft and chewy. Personally, I don't mind the flavor too much. Think about it, though. Why would you want your usually creamy chocolate to be difficult to chew? Doubtful. I like that. I like that. Why would you want your... That is a psychopath move, whoever made that. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's make something that tastes like chocolate. Make it. Let's make it very, very hard to chew. And if you have a filling, goodbye. Goodbye, yeah, filling. Goodbye. The only oh, good thing about Tootsie Rolls is when you have five tickets left at the arcade, you can get like 50 Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> that is true. Number yeah, eight. Or the, I, the song. I don't, I also enjoy that. Number eight <laughs> is yes. a hard disagree from me. Um, raisinets. I love raisinets. Oh, they're delicious. Yeah. The dark. Yeah, I, I like them fantastic. too. Um, first of all, no one likes raisins alone. No one trusts a rare raisin lover to then put beloved chocolate next to it is a, to such a cynical dried fruit. That is criminal. You're a criminal, Marissa. You're a criminal. <laughs> what does she, what does she mean? Nobody likes raisins. Come on. I expect she it better She clearly you, isn't Marissa. old enough to know about the California raisins. They, I know. Oh, I, know I heard it through the great vine. So uh, the, the only, the only time that I hate raisins is when they're in a cookie, and I think it's a chocolate chip, and then I oh, bite into yeah. that cookie, and I realize it's oatmeal raisin, and then I throw the cookie at I someone. I love oatmeal raisin cookies. You don't? If you're if you're warned you about it. it. If, if you're, you're warned, warned, warned about it. If you're warned, they're oh, delightful. So you, yeah, you don't like, it's the trickery yeah, that you right. don't like. Or if there's the option on the tray of chocolate chip and uh, the oatmeal raisin, and all of a sudden, all of the chocolate chip are gone, and you're only left with the oatmeal raisin, then you're pissed off that you didn't get the chocolate chip. Yes, I'm very pro-cookie segregation. I don't think they should be intermingled. I think Correct. they need to be separate. Correct. Keep them away from each other. Do not yes. trick me. 
Okay. Number seven. Uh, another one. This is actually my favorite candy. I'm offended this is on the list. Dots. I love dots. Are those the paper, the candy that's on the paper? No, no. Or the no, chewy no. little. So the chewy, the chewy oh, gum The fake gumdrops. The fake gumdrops. Gum yeah, yeah. Chris, they're terrible. I love dots. They I would make my list. But I oh love my God, dots. they're awful. Um, they, have, I, they don't I, taste like anything. They taste like a suggestion in sugar. <laughs> like, that's it. I eat them until like my stomach claw. hurts. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's not even a joke. I eat them until my stomach hurts. And then I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's time for me to eat three more and then be done. They're like glorified. Like a fruit snacks, yeah. but worse, but not right, good. Right. They're like they're garbage like, fruit snacks. No, I they're like hardened. Every color. They're fruit snacks that got left out for too long and hardened. <laughs> right, right. They're like ordering a gumdrop on Wish. Uh, exactly. Because yeah. gumdrops are bad. Some off brand things are yeah, better. Yeah, gumdrops are no. also gross. I was potty I trained on gumdrops. Okay. I just want to. That's a sentence in itself yeah. that I never. We're going really to just. We're going to go on to um, the summary of well, dots. When I, when, I, uh, when, I, when I went number one or number two, my mom gave me either one or two gumdrops, depending on which movement it was. In the, to, in the potty, like not in my diaper as a kid. Uh, not no, last week. No, that's right. Now you just get, now you just get hit. So, uh, it is beyond <laughs> difficult to chew a single dot. These multi-flavored gumdrops are kind of terrible. I'm, okay, at least she's a kind of terrible, not completely terrible. Um, due to the chemical aftertaste each one has. They do have chemical aftertastes, but I do enjoy that. No matter what the <laughs> flavor is. Uh, I mean, just look at how, how unhappy this cat is to have one placed on their head. And there's a picture of a cat with a dot on its head. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Uh, number six, everlasting gobstoppers. Oh, Wonka, you've really let the crowd down with this one. Talk about a waste of time. Getting from one colorful flavored layer to the next takes too long. What well, they're called everlasting gobstoppers. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's false advertising. It's what in the title of the candy. That's like it actually that's is like her false advertising because it usually only takes me about five minutes to uh, to suck one of those off. Um, you, you know, everlasting would be forever. Whoa. <laughs> pause. pause. No pause. 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 <laughs> no pause. So anyway. Um yeah, Marissa, it says everlasting cop stopper. All right. Uh waste of time. Well, you you voluntarily signed up for that in the title. Yeah. That's like that's like uh putting Hershey bars on the list list and saying, This tastes like chocolate. Can't believe this tastes like chocolate. Because it's chocolate, Marissa. Bar shaped. I hate All it. All right, number five, red vines. What a sad excuse for a Twizzler. Complete wannabe. The texture is gritty and the flavor is hardly nose noticeable. I think a red vine this was out before. All around, there. very disappointing candy. Never ate a red vine. Never will. I'm a Twizzler. Is the red vine the through. like the big thing that you like Same pull thing. up? It no, looks like a Twizzler, but you pull it off and it's like the little string. No, no, that's a Twizzler. That's oh. Twizzler has pull and peel. It's itself. Oh, okay. um, well, then this thing. Red is vines are also licorice. I almost. I think red vines were out before Twizzlers. Some get Steve on it and see. <laughs> Steve the intern. Steve, please get on that for me. Um, Ryan, please get on that. So number four <laughs> is candy corn. Alas, oh the God. most hated candy in the nation. Well, then why is it number but one? Why? Yeah, that's weird. Why? Candy why? corn, your kind of flavor just isn't loved by many. Personally, I enjoy a handful of them until the sickly sweet flavor gets too old. So she's a candy corn lover, but put on the list. Respect. She's a closeted Respect. candy corn yeah. lover. Respect. Well, the whole nation knows now. And all Does of she our like the pumpkin? thousands of listeners. I like you the know, pumpkin. Like, oh, you get like the, the pumpkin one. Yeah, ones. the pumpkin candy what? corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pump, not flavored. Not flavored. Because you don't like No, no, no. That would be gross. Uh, pumpkin. Number good. three is the, in my opinion, the biggest cock tease of candies. Uh, double bubble. What? Double bubble. The, the bubble the gum? Bu bubble gum, yeah. This is the absolute most unnecessary creation ever made. 
think slavery might actually be, <laughs> <laughs> might be the most unnecessary creation ever made, Marissa. But anyway. I uh, mean, it's a close second. The, the flavor I mean. lasts 10 seconds. Chewing this is the equivalent to chewing frozen wet cardboard, and the bubbles aren't even impressive enough to put in the candy's name. Need I say more? Um, gonna need to ask. We're gonna have to get her on the podcast see if she's ever really tasted frozen wet cardboard because I'm curious about that. <laughs> frozen and wet, and I might try it. I'm gonna I'll freeze some wet cardboard and try it with her on the podcast. Oh, I like it. There we go. Uh, number two, good and plenty. Yeah, yeah, trash. Yes. I agree. Um, no one awful. likes black licorice. It's simply foul. There is no other way to put it. Putting a candy shell of an odd shade of pink and white just makes it worse. Right. This is the ultimate yes. grandma candy. They are not good for you, but you do get plenty. <laughs> I, 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 I do like licorice, but good and plenty, Mike and Ike's, garbage. They're all garbage. Keep Mike and Ike's out of your, out of your mouth, Scott. <laughs> Literally, you keep my you. candy out of your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> all right guys coming in at number one from urban spoon i mean not urban spoon why do i think urban spoon because we've been saying we've been the first week mary said spoon university and both you and i corrected her <laughs> and said no no spoon? it's urban spoon why do i think it's urban spoon? is there an urban, i don't urban know spoon out there? i don't know anyway there is an urban spoon out there from marissa blankenship rodrigo blankenship's cousin from spoon <laughs> university sorry for the loss of your cousin being cut by the colds Circus peanuts. Ah, yes. Here we are. The true worst candy ever. <gasps> These artificial yeah. banana flavored marshmallows are either loved by very few or absolutely hated by almost everyone. There has never been an in between. There never will be. With a shockingly bright orange color and an ancient recipe, it's a shame they haven't gotten the message yet. So, this is my review of what I feel like to be the 10 worst candies ever created. You may not agree with this ranking, though. In that case, you may need to get your taste buds checked. Oh! Oh! Wow! Power. You're the problem. Listen, any, any uh, thing that we may have disagreed with, she made up for it in that last sentence because yeah, uh, she put the onus on us. So, wait, wait, I like you it. You know what? I need to. This is a bonus for everybody listening. Um, she did put tags at the end for her article, and they are very funny. I'm going to read funny. the obvious ones first. Funny. Halloween. <laughs> And then it gets very strange. Wellness. Stupid. Alone. Too sober. <laughs> That's like me tagging something. <laughs> That's like Scott not knowing what, what he's doing, just typing in random words. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Marissa we, Blankenship from the University of Alabama. We said the in an episode. Hashtag the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, let's get a Bubba Job Tuesday Night Football update. Peyton Manning, Joseph Montana, Thomas Brady. Just three of the quarterbacks that couldn't even dream of being as good as the almighty Bubba Job. I am unstoppable. I have finally hit a growth after eating what the doctor ordered. The witch doctor, of course. I do not trust American doctors. What the witch doctor prescribed me was the testicles of a water buffalo. Now before each game, I eat two and a half water buffalo testicles, which give me the testosterone to throw less interceptions. I am addicted to buffalo balls. I am now fearless. I am the greatest. I am Baba Joe. You can catch uh, Bubba Job as he journeys through the NFL every Tuesday night around, what, 9 p.m., Chris? About 9, yeah, 9.30? Yep, 9, 9-ish, yep. 9-ish yep. sharp. And then, 
Yep, and then you can check me out doing Oregon Trail various different nights of the week. My schedule is going to be changing, so who knows when I'm going to do that. But you can check that out on Twitch. That's NNF Podcast on Twitch. Or just go to our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com, and the link is there. All right, are you guys ready to play Florida Man versus Jersey Man? Always. Yes. Now, Ryan came, this this came with a warning. Ryan's like, don't expect too much, especially after last week, which means that this one's going to be better. He because that that's week. every week. Every week. You underachiever, you. All right. You guys ready? Yes. <laughs> every week, Ryan brings us two stories. One is from Florida. One is from Jersey. It's up to us to decide which one is which and take a guess. And then Ryan gives us the answer. And here we go. Take it away, Ryan. Hey guys, this is Ryan, coming to you from the No New Friends newsroom, located this week in my living room, where I just finished watching the movie Prey, which is the latest in the Predator series. I've always enjoyed the Predator series. One of my favorite things about the movies is the Predator vision, where you get to see through the eyes of a Predator. It's kind of an inside look at how Scott sees through his eyes when he's walking around the park near his house. I think Scott's a different kind of Predator. I've never seen the one in the movies legally obligated to go door-to-door and introduce themselves in a new neighborhood. They both scare children, though. Anyways, let's get into this week's Florida Man or Jersey Man. In our first story, a man desperate for a ride to Hooters calls 911. And in our second story, a man claimed there was a shooter at a mall, but turned out to just be a popcorn machine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, uh, Mary, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to say the Hooters was Jersey and the shooter <laughs> was Florida. Here's why. Well, hear me out. I've been in Jersey and it was very hard to find an Uber um, and they're expensive. So I probably would have called an ambulance for that. Um, and there's a lot of elderly people in Florida. So it was probably somebody who was just confused at a mall. And who goes to a mall anymore except for old people, right, Scott? <laughs> I was just going to say, I love the mall. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? I'm. I think that uh, popcorn mall is um, is Jersey and Hooters is Florida. See, this is tough for me because I, I agree with you. At the end of the day, I'm going Hooters Florida because Hooters was created in Florida, and there's a lot of Hooters in Florida. And then popcorn Jersey. What's tough for me is you'd think that Jerseyans know the difference between popcorn and gunshots since they hear gunshots on the regular. It blends together. But it, yeah, I guess it blends together. So I'm going Hooters, Florida, uh, popcorn, Jersey. Let's find out the answers. Our first story was from Florida, where a man allegedly told 911 dispatchers he needed a ride to the Hooters to help his grandmother who had fallen ill. Cops later learned that the 28-year-old man's grandmother was just fine, and he just wanted a ride to Hooters. <laughs> Florida police are saying this is the biggest waste of time since Scott spent 30 minutes of his life trying to figure out how to chip golf balls and make them cost $130 apiece. <laughs> So that means our second story is from New Jersey, where a man claimed there was a shooter at Newport Mall, but turned out it had just been the popping of a popcorn machine. New Jersey police claimed that this had been the biggest waste of time since Scott spent 30 minutes of his life trying to chip golf balls. And in other news, Alex sent me a story of a naked woman that chased Jehovah Witnesses off of her porch and down the street yelling, Sir, come to my devil vagina magic. I wasn't aware that vaginas had devil magic. Growing up, I was told they had teeth. <laughs> That's it for me, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, wow. Thank I'm you, gonna, Ryan. I'm, 
I the um the seeing through the eyes of a, of a, of a predator that was uh, that was a top tier joke for me. That's gonna go down on the Mount Rushmore <laughs> of Ryan jokes. Wow, was, Mount that Rushmore. Was a, that yeah. was a really good one. That was a really good one. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That's really good. Listen, it doesn't have to be as epic as last week's to still be extremely funny. And that was extremely funny. Really good. It's always good. Even it's even when good. Ryan says they're bad, they're good. I know. I know. I know. All right, Chris, you got any cliff notes for us this evening? I don't have many, but I think they're fun. Uh, it was hard today because I don't want to make fun of Scott Yor. You right. Know? You know and you talked the entire first segment. And I talked so. the entire first segment. And I can't write jokes about jokes that I've already written. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to start off with uh, Scott hasn't used his Roomba since he doesn't know how to work it. Scott's wife doesn't use Scott because she knows how to work it. <laughs> so uh scott york was our guest on on today's show and he talked about his amazing weight loss journey over the last year really cool stuff uh scott also had a similar feat his was just called a weight journey <laughs> <laughs> now we didn't really talk about that on air but but scott york lost about 100 pounds over a span of a, a year or so a year yeah uh, looks yeah. fantastic Thank you for context there. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that was during a break. And if you want to hear what we say during the break, please join our Patreon. It's only a dollar a month. You get to watch the whole show. So get there. You, you understand more of these jokes. We're not going to explain it next time. Listen, we're not going to explain <laughs> yeah, it. That, that's on you. It's on you to find out. Okay. So we talked about ghost tours, and I really don't believe in ghosts. Although I'm pretty sure Joe Biden died like three years ago. So I guess I do believe in ghosts. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of Joe Biden and dead people, did you see that speech that he gave when he asked where one of the authors of the bill oh. was? And it turns out she died like a month ago. Not a joke. This actually happened. It's, yeah. It yeah. Did. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone that clueless since Mary's old bosses tried to teach Scott what cryptocurrency was. <laughs> And lastly, uh, we talked about in St. Augustine, there's over 3.5 million white lights during the holiday season. And if you travel up toward the panhandle, you can find 3.5 million whites carrying tiki lights during election season. (laughs) (laughs) And those are my my notes. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Hey, it's Alex from Diz His. You know me, you know Joe, you definitely know Chris, and you know Jen. Well, we're the host of Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Every week we take one Disney subject and go over the history, as well as our insight on the subject. We talk about other Disney topics, as well as what's new in the news. You can find us on all podcast platforms, or go to our website, dizhiz.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And we're on all social media at DizHiz65. Chris, what do you got going on on DizHiz this week? So what's coming up on DizHiz is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. Uh, Scott, why the hell would you want to plan your own vacation when you have someone do it for you for free? I don't. I have rhetorical my wife question. Do it. Rhetorical, rhetorical oh, question, Scott. It's, it's a rhetorical question. You shouldn't. Why would you? You wouldn't. You wouldn't want to do it if you knew someone could do it for free. But people don't know that someone will do it for free. At sandpipervacations.com, you can have someone plan your vacation for free. And guess what, Scott? You try to plan that vacation, it's probably going to be more expensive. It's going to take you a long time to plan it. And a lot of screaming from the wife saying, why didn't you give me the good deal, Scott? Why are we paying so much? No, no wife problems. No husband problems, no anything problems. If you go to sandpipervacations.com, fill out the free quote. Tell them the No New Friends podcast sent you. 
Wow, I got very angry talking about that. You did, did. you did. You're really passionate about it. I'm very passionate about it because after I found out the magic of travel agents, there's no going back. I'm never planning another vacation again. I was, I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, all these park reservations at Disney. I'm never going to plan a vacation. Well, I don't have to. I'm just going to make Nick do it. So anyway, (laughs) this week on this is we are talking about the oogie woogie bash if you want to go attend the oogie woogie bash contact standby for vacation <laughs> <laughs> oogie woogie bash is um mickey's not so scary halloween but good <laughs> oh. it's it's um man disneyland just does their halloween celebrations so much better than um than disney world it's really sad they have all the ip over there they have zombie captain america they have um all like the yeah it, it's it's well awesome. that's not walt disney world's fault no, They've I know. Got very limited on what they can do with the Avengers here. Yeah, but they do like they don't do the parties like Disneyland does. And guess what, Scott? If you don't know what I'm talking about, you just have to listen to this mm-hmm. week on Disney's. Not the this segment, the, the actual show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about Oogie Boogie Bash, and I, I don't know much about uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, except for uh, I got kicked out of the park early because uh, they closed at six, yep. so they yeah. could do the party, and I didn't have tickets to the party. Yeah. But you can connect with Diz His, Diz His 65 on all social media, DizHis.com on the uh, World Wide Web. You can connect with us, <laughs> NoNewFriendsPodcast.com. While you're there, check out our really sweet merchandise. Join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. That's our Patreon. And for as low as $1 a month, you can watch all of this uh, recording as it happens. You can hear the inside jokes during the breaks because there's a lot of good stuff during the breaks. And you don't want to miss out that on that. Scott. You get cutting room. What's our highest tier on there? Our highest tier is 20 bucks. Okay, so for 20 bucks, do you think maybe we could be a friend, an actual friend with benefit with somebody who does a $20 tier? Oh, I don't... Um, we'll discuss it. And you know what? If you, if you hey, listen, if you do the $20, we'll, we'll consider it. How about that? You know what? Yeah. Mary can be your friend with benefits. Um, Why am I a volunteer? I, I'll share. I'll because, because I'm the host. Chris does all the technology. You were supposed to do marketing. You get to be the friend with benefits. Mary's You're immune welcome. system's horrible. She's going to miss so much time going on all these dates. I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> You died from typhoid like four times already. That is true. Maybe Scott, you're gonna have to take one for the team. Yeah. Here. Uh, then we're gonna use a lot of You have a Roomba hanging around. Like, can we use that? Sorry, just trying to get us more Patreon. Scott, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, uh, do that. <laughs> if no, you listen to us on Apple, give us a five star review and rating. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch. That's NNF Podcast. You can watch Tuesday Night Football. Watch me battle zombies in uh, the Oregon Trail Zombie Edition. On behalf of Mary, Chris, our guest, Scott York, I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye.